4: Many thanks for your company. We we'll dig in on our very first story. The defense ministry has vowed to make Ghana an unattractive location for suspected terrorist trooping in from neighboring Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire and Togo. The Ghana armed forces, we are told, is leading that operation to send illegal immigrants and others living unlawfully in the country's border communities back to where they came from. Let me bring in the Deputy Defense Minister, uh, Kufia Mangkwami, who thankfully joins us as We are grateful for your time here on Joy News Prime. So let's talk about this particular operation being undertaken by the Defense Ministry, Government, and the Ghana Armed Forces for that matter. What exactly is the objective, you would say?
5: Well, thank you very much, Jennifer. So basically what we are trying to do is to make Ghana safe to make sure that Ghanaians can go to bed and sleep at night, to make sure that we need need the activities of um, terrorist groupings in the past. Basically, that is what it is. So if you look at the surrounding countries of Burkina Faso, Togo, and then Cote d'Ivoire, these countries have intensified their security operations and trying to fight these um, terrorist groupings. And uh, when there are problems in these countries, obviously Ghana becomes a safe haven for almost every citizen in this country. And so most of them, because of this intensified um, oppression by the respective armed forces of these countries, a lot of people are finding their way into Ghana. And some of them are going through approved route, and others are going through unapproved routes. And so if you go through approvals, we are able to really you know, uh, know exactly who is coming in and who is going out. But the problem is that many are also going through unapproved routes. And our intelligence, you know, have indicated that some of these people are actually terrorists. And mm-hmm. so we have to be worried, we have to do that which it takes to make sure that would protect the Ghania. And that is exactly what we are doing.
4: But up to 20,000 at least, like you told my colleague, have been repatriated so far. Well, the concern then is how sure we are that some of these persons are not people who have been genuinely displaced by insurgent attacks in neighboring countries. How are we hoping to do this, um, Stephen, such that we will not mix the two? I can, again, you're, you're, I'm you're asking. I, I'm asking about how we are genuinely doing this to, you know, decipher between genuinely displaced people and the insurgents that we are looking for as part of this operation. All right.
5: Obviously, MFA. I mean, we will not just see anybody and just ask the person to leave, you know, this country. We will do all the necessary checks, and uh, you know, the operation is uh, intelligence-led. And, 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 and so when we find what is not supposed to be on you, we have every right to, to, to let you go back to where you came from. So it is not an issue, or it is not simply that the armed forces will go, they will see anybody in the street and ask you, are you a Burkina Bay? Go back. No, that is not what we are doing. Although who are coming through, you know, the approvals, of course, we are doing all these things, and if we are it at the back of our minds that we live in a global feeling. Mm-hmm. and so we are very mindful of all the conventions of which we are supposed to adhere to, and we are doing all this and situating it in that context, and so we are making sure that we will not, you know, maltreat anybody or do anything inhumane okay. to any African. That is not what we are doing. Okay. But all we are seeking to do is to protect our country and to make sure that the Ghanaian is well protected. And so those who are coming through on approvals, we are really on the heels. And that is exactly what we are doing. We will not do anything not so Mr. anything any human, to any
4: African. Well, menu then, what then do you say um, to persons who are already alleging that it appears that this operation is particularly targeted at Fulani headsmen amongst others or people of Fulani descent in particular? How do you respond to such allegations? That That, that is never true and that that can never be true. If you are a Fulani headsman and
5: you are here, you went through the approval, you are here publicly I don't think that they will just push you away because we are full it,
6: it,
5: it is never true. It is never true. But those who have been sent back, we have questions to ask. Okay. Those who have been sent back, we have done our necessary checks, we have done the savings through, and we think that we are people we cannot continue to live with
4: How long is this operation and in which regions in particular and you said 20,000 previously as a close of day today, how many people have we uh, been able to repatriate? Well, I cannot give
5: the the, the figures as as I sit here today or right now because the situation is so fluid and we are monitoring every hour, every minute, every day. So it will be difficult but I'm sure to get the numbers by close before I go to bed because I'm still in the office. Okay. monetary situation. And so, yes, I mean, we cannot give the exact figure, but we have them coming in to, to to this country. And mm-hmm. the, the, the regions that we have, they say, this problem really going on has to do with Upper West, Upper East, the Savannah region, uh, the Northern, the Northeast, and the Northern region. Okay. And so, you, you can tell that you know, our border, uh, all the Northern border regions are going through some sort of uh, uh, problems now with the coming in of these, um, of these uh, people from, from, from uh, neighboring countries. Okay, and, and are you I able said, to
4: tell the timeline for this operation? How long is it going to be on, you'd say? Well, we will keep
5: the momentum going, we will keep the operation going as long as people continue to come to this country illegally using illegal routes. We will continue to do that because our duty, first of all, is to make sure that this country is safe from any attack from, from outside. Okay. And so, as long as people continue to come in through unapproved, this operation will continue to, 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 to go on.
4: But hearing that this operation is targeting terrorists and insurgents, amongst others, should we be concerned? as citizens and that we may be in some sort of danger when it comes to uh, these attacks of these insurgents you'd say um, i i think that over some time now
5: we have been drumming home uh, the idea that people must be concerned about the environment and that Ghanaians must you know whatever you see you have to say something to the security agents. we have been drumming home this this call, this and as i said If it was important yesterday, it is more important today. Mm -hmm. Yet, we have to be on the lookout. This is a collective duty. Every Ghanaian must be up and doing. But I can confidently also tell you that our men in uniform are ready and they are up to the task. All we are asking is that Ghanaians must be vigilant. They must assist the security agencies. And I have so much confidence in our security agencies, and they are up to the task. They would do, but they need the assistance of Africans, okay. especially our brothers and sisters in the regions that I mentioned.
4: I'm particularly curious. So far, with the 20,000 that has been repatriated, I'm sure some screening of a sort has been done. Are you able to tell if indeed there's been a real threat? You found really someone who is really an, a, a terrorist or an insurgent that you are pursuing. Well obviously MFR there is no way there is no way we would send
5: people out if indeed we did not see anything or we we, we we did not, you know, come definitely before we will come to the conclusion of, you know, repatriating you, it means that there is something wrong somewhere. Okay. I mean obviously that is what it is. And at the appropriate time we will let Ghanaians know what is it that we if we saw, what and the reasons why we have to ask people to go back to where they came from.
4: Okay, and you're sure they have not infiltrated ranks in here in the country before you're perpetrating them?
5: A friend, I am
4: asking Ghanaians
5: to help us. Okay. We will do. I mean, over the period, we have said over and over again that if you look at the movement of this terrorist group, it's a start-work. So obviously they are looking up for opportunities to enter into this country to undertake some of these yeah, 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 uh, wicked activities. But the security services are also up to the task. Ask yourself why Ghana continues to be the only country in this area that has not been hit so far. It is not because we are special people, okay. but it is because we have one group of persons who are working so hard to make sure that you and I will continue to enjoy the peace that we have in this country. Our men are up to the task. Yes, people will try all manner of ways to get into this country to undertake, you know, these uh, uh, activities. Trust me, our men are up to the task.
4: Okay, we're grateful. Thank you so much uh, for your company uh, this evening. That's uh, Mr. Kufia Mankwaminu, is the Deputy Defence Minister joining us on that uh, particular action that they've taken so far. There's more on myjournalline.com. Let me take you to Parliament now, and the minority's quest to have their names captured as absent with permission for their boycotts has been shut down by the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Blackwing. The minority had in a fierce argument on the floor demanded that they be captured as absent with permission whenever they boycott citizens to go to court to support their colleagues whom they say are facing persecution or prosecution I should say. But the Speaker of Parliament Alban Babin denied the request as ill-conceived. We'll hear from him shortly but first listen to Noftong MP Samolo Kujetua Blackwa raising the issue on the floor.
7: The following honourable members were absent and then he proceeds to list the names of all of us on this side of the aisle. Mr. Speaker we have indicated that anytime our colleagues appear before the courts, we will boycott proceedings. And yesterday's absence was a boycott. So I thought that that will be captured for the record. So it's not as though we just absented ourselves. Because I recall that the votes and proceedings has captured previously workouts and boycotts. So I rise to seek your guidance on this matter so that just for accuracy's sake so the impression is not created that uh, we just uh, are absenting ourselves and are not working. At least there should be a line that the uh, minority caucus boycotted proceedings just for the accuracy of our records. Because in time past that has been uh, the, the case and the table office has captured that accurately. So I'm wondering why that is not happening at uh, this time. So Mr. Speaker, I, I rise to seek your guidance in that direction.
4: Well, this generated into a debate we heard from majority MPs who believed the NDC group's demand was outlandish.
8: Right from page one, those members who were present in the house were marked present. Those who were absent were recorded as having been absent. And those who were absent with permission were recorded as members who were absent with permission. Mr. Speaker, the speaker boycotts happen when members enter the chamber and sign as having attended upon the House. Sometimes members will come, sign in, and walk out. When the caucus is boycotted, they notify the speaker. In this instance, members in their right were absented themselves to solidarize with our colleague, which is within the right right of the minority caucus. So the, my brother from North Tong, asking for you to create a line stating that you were absent to accompany our colleague in court, I don't think has any place in our votes and proceedings. Once you are absent, you are absent.
9: When it comes to voting in the house, I'm not aware that that order is you accept when a leader of that me, as the leader of the minority, and my people, we are voting no. And when he says that, you record, 137, no. Do we do that in this house? <laughs> me, Dr. force, me, as a minority leader, me, and my people, we are voting no. Then you record, 137, because he's the leader. Then that's it, that we take it. Do we do that in this house? Yes. yes. So, no, we don't vote individual. No, Mr. President, Mr. Ratabou Speaker, we represent constituencies. This morning, I have signed in front of my, the name of my constituency that I have attended parliament. I'm here. And that's what we all do. So, when people attend parliament, they sign, it is recorded that they have attended parliament. <coughs> Parliament to sit. In. If they don't do it, they have absented themselves.
4: And it was a turn for the minority leadership and they fought back.
9: When the minority leader, Honourable Osei Ch Bonsu, said the entire minority were not going to be part of the business, he did not say anything. And therefore that decision from the minority leader was banned on all of them and they have no voice on the floor on that day. So if the Honourable Atou said it here that the entire minority were boycotting in parliament, speaker, all of us are bounded by his word. And therefore, Speaker, if you go to our standing orders, clearly that position by him must be registered on the votes and proceedings. That yesterday, the minority caucus Boycotted proceedings on this floor. And the Speaker, with permission, I refer you to Order 34. Order 34-1. The minutes of proceedings of Parliament, votes, and proceedings shall be a record of the attendance of members at each sitting. The Speaker, the record of attendance of yesterday's sitting was that the minority and we were not here. And it must be reflected on the votes and proceedings. That is what the Honorable Okujato is saying. The Speaker, why should we belabor this? And the Speaker to proceed. The Honorable Kennedy Ojina Hina Japón yesterday was in German north He has been registered at President. Honorable Minister for Gender, when he was being looked for, to lay a paper, He was nowhere to be found. Ministers who were absent and they could not lay their paper, and the majority leader laid their paper on their behalf, are registered as present. We who boycotted are registered as absent without permission. We did not only boycott, we sought your leave and your permission to boycott. And therefore, we must be registered as absent with permission. And the permission was that we boycotted. That was our reason for not being present. If you say just happened, somebody take it and you say that we were not here, the speaker, I think you should rule us out of order.
4: And then the speaker, who was supposed to give a ruling on this, rejected the argument of the minority.
9: A member, if he wants not to attend but wants to be recorded as being absent because a permission has been granted, that permission has to be granted by the speaker in writing. That is what guides attendance to the house. So you can choose to attend, and you can choose not to attend. Now, when you choose not to attend, depending on your own action, you could be marked as absent, and that means without permission or absent with permission. Now, the with permission means there's evidence, not oral, but in writing, that the speaker has granted you that permission to be absent. And so the burden will now shift onto you as a group to show evidence that. My good self has granted you permission to absent yourselves in writing. We have two documents. One is the official report. The official report will definitely capture what the minority leader stated that day that any time a colleague of yours is to attend court proceedings you will solidarize with that colleague and you will be absent to participate with that colleague in the court proceedings. And so, I think the table office is right in saying that you've been absent without permission. That is what our rules say.
4: Now, We'll stay a while longer in Parliament where the Speaker says there are more questions than answers surrounding a recently leaked tape which allegedly exposes a plot by a leading member of the governing NPP and a senior police officer to oust IGP Dr. George Akufudampai. The leaked tape also revealed efforts to rig the 2024 elections. Deputy Minority Leader Emmanuel Amakoufiboa made an urgent statement on the floor on the leaked tape. Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kwaku Sante has more. The minority
10: insists that the tape exposes a greater risk to the country's democracy. According to Emmanuel Amakoufiboua, in the least, the interior minister must commit to investigate the tape.
1: Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket?
3: Hecha para vivir. Ram is a trademarked brand of FCAU
9: When there's a leak tape, when the leaky, there's issues around the leaky. It has to do with the IGP, the sitting IGP, and the attempt to remove him. And the issues about 2024 election, and what must be done to make sure that a new IGP is put in place. Who will ¿Sí? collude with a sitting government to ¿Sí? ca- get a certain outcome? That must. ...in this parliament, it borders on the security and the stability of our country. And it's very important that the minister is here, that this house, and I'm happy he's here, that this house wants to know who are those involved, what is the authenticity of that uh, lead tape. We need to find out. And I think all I'm asking, Mr. Speaker, is that we ask the minister of state, who is responsible for this sector, to look into the matter...
10: Some majority MPs have been criticizing their NDC colleagues for seeking to politicize this issue. We state clearly that as
9: Minister for the Interior, it is my duty to make sure that there is peace and security in the country. Therefore, investigating any piece of information, I have... No problem with it in principle. At all. At all. So to keep the impression that an IGP can do something extraordinary wonderful to assist a party to win election is wrong. If there's a tape and want it to be investigated, I in principle have no problem. But to go ahead and give the impression that a particular IGP presence or not or whether his office or not, will determine the outcome of election election as
10: well. But the NDC-MPC, this is too big to let it slide. And Mr.
9: Speaker, we do so not just for the professional integrity of the IGP and to preserve and protect him and empower him to ensure that elections in this country even tomorrow are conducted in a manner. Mr. Speaker, I'm sure you have always taught us that. The word free and fair have constitutional meaning when the constitution says that elections shall be conducted in a manner which is free free from what free from fear free from intimidation free from influence it has a meaning so free and then fair so mr speaker to preserve our democracy and to protect the professional integrity of the inspector general of police and to appreciate what Gampari is doing in preserving this, we are requesting for a parliamentary inquiry into this matter. Police officers involved in the conspiracy to rig the upcoming elections. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Speaker, it should be a matter that should engage the attention yeah. Yeah. of this House. And we're saying that Mr. P- Mr. Speaker makes appropriate directives so that this matter can be gone into and the veracity or otherwise of the audio authenticated. And if it is authenticated, Those behind this whole thing should be punished. They should be prosecuted to serve as a deterrent.
10: Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagwin, has ruled that the House will investigate
9: the matter. There's the need for an investigation, but going by the standing orders, I have to give proper direction as to the nature the type of investigation what is
10: now left is the form and shape that this investigation will take with the speaker of parliament refer this to the defense and interior committee of the house which is already constituted to deal with this matter or will an ad hoc committee be set up with members on both sides joining to deal with this matter but what is clear now is that parliament is taking this matter very seriously and that this is something that is beginning to shape up conversations ahead of the crucial 2024 elections, given some of the explosive things that the persons were said to have been uttering on this tape. And the minority say that this investigation is crucial to safeguard the country's democracy. Reporting for Joy News, Kikua
4: Asante, Parliament House, Accra. And the House has passed an amendment to the Narcotics Control Commission Act after the Supreme Court struck out Section 43 of the law as unconstitutional. We know that Section 43 empowered the Interior Minister to grab license to an entity to cultivate a small quantity of cannabis in Ghana for industrial and medicinal purposes. The Supreme Court said because there was no debate on the floor on that particular section, it was now void. The Speaker of Parliament and the Interior Minister took on the court for that particular. Order. Tonight, Parliament has amended the law and inserted the same provision back into it.
9: Motion that the Courts Control Commission Amendment Bill 2023 be now read the third time. Minister for Interior. Right, Honorable Speaker, I move that the Courts Control Commission Amendment Bill 2023 be now read the third time. The question is that those in favour of of the motion, say aye. aye. Those against, say no. The ayes have it. The motion is carried.
11: I to amend the Narcotics Control Commission Act 2022 at 1019 to insert Section 43 to empower the minister to grant a license for the cultivation of cannabis, which has not more than 0.3% THC content on dry weight basis for industrial purposes for obtaining fiber or seed, or for medicinal
9: purposes. Honourable Members, the Narcotics Control Commission Amendment B-2023 is deemed read the third time and passed.
4: This is Joy News Prime here on the Joy News channel. Still to come in the bulletin will take you to the town of Anum in the eastern region and introduce you to the custom that forbids locals and guests from keeping dogs on the land.
9: Everyone is expected to go by this directive in order not to incur the wrath of the gods. If you are a stranger
12: passing through the town with your, with your dogs, the village folks will kill them. <laughs>
4: It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you are in school. Mainly because we
11: feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are.
14: Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur.
11: Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship, and consumption
4: in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of
11: innovation.
14: Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door.
11: So, if you're ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you.
5: Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. Hey, What number? The malaria will knock you down, eh? Hey, chale, no joke.
9: Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time.
10: When malaria strikes, take malatu, containing artemeter and lumefantrine, comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria.
9: Great to have you back. Thank you. Hey. No problem.
10: Malatu is suitable for adults and children, manufactured and distributed by NS Chemists Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Oh
13: Salary account Bro See With the EcoBank Salary account You will enjoy Free life insurance Free debit card Save what you spend And an amazing chance To double your salary A hundred seven And even more Consolation rewards In the EcoBank Double salary promo Reloaded We will
15: Guy, This Salary account Sounds interesting What do you think uh, uh, yeah, But maybe next time Charlie you know what I will go Shine my shoe hey.
10: Yo myself, I will go check my BB.
6: Like he drove
13: out We going up, never go down no. And we stay flat yeah,
2: Open an EcoBank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the EcoBank Double Salary Promo Reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, and
13: it's your life regardless. Oh, this
16: promotion is under the supervision of the National
2: Lottery Authority under the Caritas Lottery Platform. The
13: Daddy, Daddy, oh, this tank is big!
17: Yes, that's true.
13: It can store a lot of water. That's
9: so true.
13: Wow, it has a working surface on it.
18: hmm that's so
13: true. I can see S-I- mm-hmm. mm-hmm. S-I-N-T-E-S, syntax.
19: That is so true, my daughter.
13: But it's further
10: into spiral. That's not true.
6: But why?
10: (laughs) Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty. Seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank.
20: Are you strong? Are you tough?
13: Many people think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress, but no, that is not true. Me and I a Me papa no. And when I find it, I stick to it. My bell pack tissues. Bell pack ewe roll. Bell t tiro. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me you swa me It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. One Bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, two-row, and a kitchen towel. Bell Park is simply the best. It's just perfect.
6: so like...
4: This is Join Us Prime. We're live on the Join channel, also on DSTV channel 421 Go TV125. And on my many thanks for staying with us. Let's head to the courts now. And former Cocoa Board CEO, Dr. Stephen Opuni, is asking for a detailed analysis of the High Court records since 2017 before his criminal trial can resume. The Court of Appeal last week directed the High Court to rely on record of proceedings already gathered, as against having a fresh trial, despite a new judge taking over the case. Lawyers for Mr. Opany on Wednesday told the High Court they disagree with this decision and intend to urge the Supreme Court to set it aside. Legal Affairs correspondent Joseph Akable has more.
21: Chief State Attorney at Evelyn Kelsen on Wednesday informed the court that the state has successfully obtained a favorable decision at the Court of Appeal. The Court of Appeal had taken the view that the High Court got it wrong when it ruled that the trial should start afresh due to multiple allegations of unfairness contained in its records. Lawyers for Dr. Opunia are challenging this decision and have taken the matter to the highest courts of the land. They argue that the High Court judge exercised their discretion within the law and this decision should be allowed to stand. The case is now being handled at the High Court by Justice Abuja Tando. Dr. Opuni's lawyers urged the courts to make proceedings compiled since 2017 available, containing that it is necessary for a full-scale analysis to determine the accuracy before the case can continue. The case has therefore been adjourned to July 25. The lawyers are expected to receive copies of the record of proceedings as well as raise concerns. On the said day, Dr. Opuni, businessman Said Wagongo and Agriculture Ghana Limited have been standing trial since twenty seventeen for various offences bordering on causing financial loss to the state and stealing.
4: On to politics now, and all 10 aspirants that have been cleared by the vetting committee of the governing NPP still have another head out of course before they are finally qualified to contest the race. Although the vetting committee has given a green light for their candidature, it is not binding as the National Council of the party, which is the second highest decision making body, will have to scrutinize the recommendations. According to the General Secretary Justin Frimponkodia, nothing stops the National Council from varying the recommendations of the vetting committee. He has, however, indicated that they will ensure the election process is free, fair and transparent for all aspirants.
18: The recommendation by the Voting Committee is not binding on National Council. National Council is the second side of the party. Maybe they may be privy to certain information that the Voting Committee will have. and Nothing stops the National Council from varying the recommendation of the Voting Committee. Well. Uh, By any unforeseen circumstances or uh, activities happening i'm very sure the the number will be more than five so certainly there will be uh, a special delegate college for that one i'm very sure the process has not ended we have a bigger tax ahead of us in 2024 to become the first political party from one election on three consecutive occasions, which means that their actions, their inactions, their all should be measured to reflect the unity that we need in the party to also make the reconciliation after the election very easy for all of us. So my word of advice to all of them and their supporters is to be measured in their all and also to have the party's interest first at heart before any other interest comes in. So it is important that you all work together as a party to ensure that everyone's uh, statement or everyone campaign is <laughs> in the club. It also shows a challenge to us as National Party. Our duty as referees is to make sure that the processes leading to the elections are also free, fair, transparent and also peaceful, and it also makes it easy for everyone.
4: But as the process continues to build up to the elections, flagbearer Aspirant Dr. Kunedu Apriko, who is former Trade and Industry Minister, has been talking about how he's been sidelined by Kufwado after promising him ministerial appointments in his government. He's been speaking on PM Express.
22: I did not get up. I was the campaign manager for Mr. President Kufwado in 2008. 2012, I was in charge of security, and the last one that I did not have any position, I worked very hard with. Him. I went to everywhere that I could go, but I was not offered any position. Would you so, have wanted one? Uh, if, obviously, if it was offered to me, yes, I would have accepted it. I mean, if one that I wanted was offered to me, or what one that want? I could have made. What to, did you want? No, well. My background is in, in, in finance, economics, so any of those finance related, I've, I've been a trade minister before, I've been a member of a You partner. would have preferred a trade minister and a Kufado's government? I would not have preferred a trade minister because I've been a trade minister and a I... A finance thought, minister? Well, my background, I wouldn't have mine at all. You yes. would have accepted it? Yes. Mm. But he yeah. stuck with Kandang Furiyata? Yes, so I had to find a job, and so I don't understand. It's not a betrayal, even it and a toy. It should be the reverse that they betrayed you. Well, whatever you want to, they did not find a use for me. A use for me that was appropriately packaged. Did oh. you did, did you did you make yourself available? I was available that? very much, and. And uh, there's no doubt about that. But these are private issues. Yeah. Uh, the president's uh, your friend. You served with
1: him. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
22: Well, more than it. a friend. You could have... You could more have than it. we are just like brothers at one point. Yeah, for me to have this... Con- how how did you feel when you were ignored? When I was ignored well they didn't say I, you are ignored they say that you get this and this and this and it keeps going off you make promises yes yes promises okay. such as oh that is not something that i i was mentioned some ministries were mentioned to me before you want power or after we want power and after both before, before and after, after. You but they promise. didn't come true you were promised ministries before and after, and none of that was, those promises were not kept? No. By your good friend, the president? Yes. Have you spoken to him about this? Ah, that is my friend. We speak when it comes to ECOWAS. I'm the one that goes to meet him at the airport, bring him to his hotel, give him and, the and briefings excuse, of the what excuse, what excuse does he give you? He doesn't give me any excuse. He's giving me, he, I, I'm, I have a position in ECOWAS. and he asks Always ask me, are you happy here? That's that kind of question. Are you happy at Ekuas? Well, Ekuas was not a bad place.
4: Well, in the town of Anum, in the eastern region, custom dictates that both the residents and guests must not keep dogs. Yes, having a dog is forbidding, no matter the reason. Disregard the tradition and incur the wrath of the gods. Someone in Bura visited the community to uncover the story behind this custom. <coughs>
9: Everyone is expected to go by this directive in order not to incur the wrath of the gods. If you are a stranger passing through the town with your dogs, we will allow you to go. But to stay in this town with your dogs, the village folks will kill them. As for me, I would have preferred to keep dogs because they can be used for security at home and hunting. But our elders are insisting we go by the instructions of the gods. We can't do anything about
22: dogs.
23: The deity
13: led this town from its inception, and that is what it is
6: like.
23: In the eastern region town of Enum, you may never hear the barking of a live dog. If you ever do, it may either be from your television or an audio recording moving around the town you will find cats goats and other animals but for dogs no way the reason is simple keeping dogs for whatever reason will be a breach of custom because of a century-long held belief that the gods of the land hate the presence of other dogs the gods believe a num already has spiritual dogs guarding the town hence physical one is not needed residents here like Kofi has a desire to keep dog for hunting and security at home however the fear of divine punishment as well as the disapproval of the town's revered elders has compelled him to conform to the customs as for me, I would prefer
9: to keep dogs because they can be used for security at home and hunting. But our elders are insisting we go by the instructions of the gods. We can't do
15: anything
6: about
23: dog mm. Ejayao, another resident, holds a firm belief that the people of Enum have no choice but to honor the gods by being obedient. He sees the prohibition on dogs as an expression of gratitude for the gods' unwavering protection over the town throughout history.
10: The deity led this down from its inception, and that is what he dislikes. So we have no option to go by his instructions.
23: The views of Kobina, who also lives in Enum, are not different from Jaya and Kofi, because he sees the prohibition on dogs... As a preservation of their cherished history and honoring the legacies of their ancestors the prohibition on dogs in the Num has become deeply part of the lives of the town's inhabitants shaping their way of life and their understanding of the divine order but what lay at the heart of this intriguing custom kofi osai the revered Asafwache of the Nympha Division in the non-traditional area, explains.
9: <speaking in foreign language> The reason we don't keep dogs in this town is because our deity guards the people with his own dogs he dislikes the barking of other dogs who may see him patrolling the town at night and prefers to preach in silence without attracting any attention that is why community members have been instructed not to keep dogs in this town but what
15: fate awaits those
23: who unknowingly send dogs into a noontown? town the Asafwache Kofiosai explained that such individuals would be to hard- To undergo a ceremonial purification process intended to appease the ghost and re-establish harmony within the community. In the worst situation, one could be attacked by community members for disrespecting their customs.
9: Everyone is expected to go by this directive in order not to incur the wrath of the gods. If
6: you are a stranger passing
9: through the town with your dogs, you will allow you to go. But to stay in this town with your dogs, the village folks will kill them.
6: Dogs from nearby villages are not even allowed
10: here. Because the town, are but
4: We'll take a quick break here on Join News Prime. We'll return with showbiz. Please stay. <music>
21: Investment Limited
4: Welcome back, and it's time for showbiz. And Ivy is here. And anytime I see you, I feel like we're going to do cues and lyrics. I want to (laughs) sing. I want to sing anytime I see you, but another day.
20: You are good. <laughs> Please okay. let it be like that, okay? Okay, yeah, I, I love you. you like <laughs> what are we talking
4: about tonight? So,
20: Bernaboy is at it again after filling the 80,000 capacity stadium in UK over where well, he has done it again in, in the United States, City Field, which is a 40,000 capacity stadium, but he made a 41,865 41, capacity. Yes, he failed it to ah. the brim. sold out concert. Now, that is not the only amazing thing. So, the amazing thing is, in the crowd, Buster Rhymes was seen together with some of his flip mode squad in front and joined the Burner Boy concert. Well, this is what Burner Boy was able to do to Buster Rhymes. The rhymes in the crowd, and you could see that he was not only just enjoying it; he was singing the song. Yeah, yeah. so it, it should tell you that. Boy has not only is not only filling stadiums; he is also on mainstream radio. I hope in, we are watching uh, worldwide.
4: Our people are watching, and
20: oh yeah, we'll get there. But you know, he played um, Black Sheriff song. But unfortunately, Black Sheriff was also in UK on the Wireless Festival, and that was the first. That's also the first time a Ghanaian has been on. Yeah, Black mm-hmm. Sheriff also marking some strides over there. Mm-hmm. But let's move away. Let's come back to Ghana. So Dunsin Onika, gospel Nigerian gospel musician, who was in town, and he had uh, a, a, a bit of a extensive chat with my colleague Becky. Okay. Now in that conversation he's talking about how much of a brother um Joe Metal SOM okay. and the kind of musicians gospel musicians he loves here in Ghana and the fact that he's been following the the gospel fraternity a lot. Okay. Well let's take a listen to I mean the conversation between and nika and my colleague Becky.
24: I, I love ghana ghana is dear to my heart uh, and i've been here many many times and uh, it's always a delight to come and then uh, just join in the worship of god in the in this land and
4: uh, the reception that you got this evening did you see that coming, and how does that make you feel?
24: Well, uh, no man takes this honor to himself, except he was like Aaron is called. I believe that um, it's God that puts honor on people, and, and, and if you're a smart person, when you receive things like that, you take it back to the one who was it. So, I mean, I, I don't really know how I feel, I mean, because it belongs to him, and we just give it to him.
4: It's all come about, you know, uh, from Joe Metal. But I, I want you to- Joe is a brother, and
24: uh, and I've always loved him. Love what he does. I love his style. I love his his persona. So when I mean when we reached out to me last year, like, hey, bro, next year June, I'm like. Consider it done. I want to be here. I love what you do, and I mean, it's a voice in the land.
4: Joe, you uh, have you listened to any sound here, and are you looking forward to collaborating with anybody here in yeah. Ghana? Uh, well,
24: collaboration is by the spirit, I believe, and but I mean, I have very good friends. Denzel, Denzel Prempe was. It's my very good brother and friend. I mean, he was the one I came to Ghana for the first time through Denzel. And then, I mean, after Denzel, God bless you. I love him so much. And MoG, these guys are doing very well. And, and, and this awesome lady, um, uh, Diana, I'm meeting. I mean, I love her song. Uh, I do I mean I, I love you so much the, the essence of my uh, yeah I mean so I do so I love you so much I mean these are great guys that the Lord is using and hopefully by divine instruction and the guidance we believe we'll be able to do something together in the nearest future.
4: And uh, this brings me to the part where, uh, I don't know about the uh, entertainment industry or the gospel industry back home in Nigeria, but what, what is working for you and what advice do you think you give to the younger ones uh, who are looking forward to becoming somebody uh, like
24: okay, I believe that um, um, grace, grace, is, um, grace is the unmerited favor of God.
20: And you know how he ended that? Let's give it all to God.
2: Yes. Let it Always.
20: all go back to God. Always. You are, you are singing. Do you, can you sing me a line? I do... have to go. I'll sing.
4: <laughs> I will sing later for you. Thank you very okay. much, Ivy. And that's how we wrap up today's edition of Journey's Prime. At the top of the hour, we have Prime Business with Pius. I am MFR Power. We'll have a good evening. <laughs> One. Vet Investment
9: Limited. With them, they're, they're you say we yeah, were
10: passing the and Party, and Can you not take me? We didn't you, can introduce you, DBS Lights to This is a baby as a day. that, papa. DBS to computer,
9: na I did and A and one to me, Et good
13: answer.
21: pas de
9: bonnes choses.
13: touch it, okay? see, see. it's my calipore inside the feet. not touch it, okay? Don't worry, darling. I won't touch your calipore, okay? Okay. <gasps> hey, shit! Papa! Should I need some for you? It's okay, Grandma. I can drink it all. Oh, Kofi. Cool i brought plenty for you. You know that Calippo, a
15: natural fruit juice drink. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA.
25: Madam, I'm looking for Abena.
11: Abena, there is someone looking for you. Madam, please where is abuna Abena. Yes ma'am. Is this who
10: you are looking for? No. Ah. Madam. Please get
15: me Abna.
23: Please. Della. Abna bra.
6: Abena,
15: Abna, Abna. How Abna? It's not Abna rice. It's in
6: your
15: bed. No more. rice. Energy in
21: Kwa. FDA. I'm going to eat. I'm
26: going to eat. i days are extremely busy. Traffic jams.
13: Meetings.
27: Conference calls. Luckily, our mom is here to take good care of us with day by day baby and day by day kids. And they're naturally active ingredients. Our skin is hydrated, soothed, and protected all day long.
6: Yes. Uh- Safari
26: Valley Ico Park. Welcome to Safari Valley. Everyone. Our electric shuttle pulled up and in no time, our tour began. We were surrounded by wildlife from the moment we entered the Ico park. We were greeted by experienced tour guides who took us to orientation and how to better enjoy the
6: experience.
26: Watch these animals roam freely in their natural habitat and the atmosphere. We saw zebras, sable antelope, from crayon, silky chicken, ponies, and, and so many animals are just our tour guys taught us so much about the wildlife, their behavior, and how to interact with them.
6: I even fed them. We
26: also went fishing on a man-made canal. Then we took a break to have lunch in this serene environment. All this amazing experience for this price our adult. This price for teenagers. It's a bargain.
28: As the sun began to set. It
11: was time to go back home, but not before dinner
28: by was
27: of a lifetime and I can't wait till my next visit. Safari Valley Epoch, bringing you closer to nature.
3: Care
6: you deserve. Dream.
13: The business segment is brought to you by the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today.
14: Welcome to Prime Business with me, Paios Kojobaka. To our very first story, Deputy Ranking Member on the Finance Committee of Parliament, Isaac Adungo, has criticized the Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison, for failing to file financial statements of banks for almost six months now. Now, the MP says the law mandates the central bank to gazette its assets and liabilities every 15 days. Addressing the media, Isaac Adungo says the committee will drag the Governor before Parliament for for failing to file the statements. We have been waiting to receive
19: the gazetting and the publication of the Bank of Ghana's own financial statements, which by law should have been published by the end of April of the year. We are now half year through the year, and all the banks have complied with the filing of their returns to the Bank of Ghana. Those reports include what we call the uh, long-form reports, which are very detailed, audited reports of the banks, breaking down every single item on the balance sheet of the banks in order that we can see the bank for who it is. But Bank of Ghana is not able to comply with its own law to do the very things that the other banks are doing. The bank has not filed and publish its financial statements, every 15 days the Bank of Ghana is supposed to gazette its assets and liabilities. And at the end of the month, they are supposed to further file its assets and liabilities. It's been almost six months now, the Bank of Ghana is in clear violations of these provisions. You would have noticed that over the last two, three years, the Bank of Ghana has been running away from the Finance Committee of Parliament. We have been inviting him to appear before us and speak to his reports. Initially, I had to write letters to him and get my lawyers to warn him before he started filing his reports. Having filed the reports, he is not willing to appear before us. We will engage the Speaker to subpoena the Governor to appear before us and that there is no hiding place for him. He cannot be recklessly managing our monetary and financial institutions, collapse our banks and financial institutions, Render our livelihoods useless with inflation, interest rate, and depreciation, and do not want to account for those matters.
14: All right. so it is important we hear from the Bank of Ghana. Joining me via phone is Director of Research at the Central Bank, Philip Abredu-Otu. Philip Abredu-Otu, good, you could join me on Prime Business. Now, why has the Bank of Ghana failed to file its financial accounts? do you uh, think, to you, good you And thank you very much for,
26: for this opportunity. Um, so, I was listening to the, uh, to the statement by the Russian member, and I think there is something instructive that he said. And I think he said that the banks have filed their financial position. And mm. uh, you recall that the banks also did that by seeking a retreat from the Bank of Ghana. Um, all banks are supposed to, to do that by the end of the third quarter, but because of the impact of the domestic debt exchange of the balance sheet of the bank, the banks to the central bank uh, to act for an extension of the deadline to allow the external auditors to do a more thorough job. Mm. Uh, we understood the issues at stake, and the central bank granted the banks that degree to allow them to get all the auditors diligently to get the account. So we extended the time for the publication to, to the end of April, uh, by which time all the banks applied and they published the account. So for the banks. It was extended. Now, so I'm just trying to put it in context. In the case of the Bank of Ghana, we also uh, were affected by the domestic debt exchange and our external auditors requested that we needed more time to do a job for a job. Mm. So, the Bank of Ghana wrote to the finance minister who we report to to for an extension of that deadline to the end of July. But I think you will recall that if you look at Section 581B of the law um, of the Bank of Ghana Act 202, it requires the Bank of Ghana to submit to the Finance Minister...
6: Mm.
14: (laughs) rather unfortunate it seems we've lost philip Abredu Otu, and pretty soon we shall connect back to him to speak to the issues basically what the minority is raising about uh, the bank of ghana's failure to um, present financial uh, results or reports to the house and the isaac adungo uh, member of the finance committee has um hinted of you know um ensuring that the governor is brought before Parliament to answer questions. Of course, we shall keep an eye on that and keep um, our viewers updated. As in, when we get Philip back, we shall uh, bring him on to conclude his point. But we've got to stay a while longer with the central bank because they have assured savings and loans companies across the country of putting up measures to address issues of non-performing loans and high interest, According to the central bank, it has observed the challenge facing players in the sector. Now, speaking on behalf of the governor, head of banking supervision at the Bank of Ghana, JC, urged members of the sector to comply with regulatory standards as central banks continue with its effort in ensuring financial stability. He spoke at the 13th annual meeting of the Ghana Savings and Loans Companies. Mr. Chairman, indeed... Ensuring
29: regulatory compliance and maintaining sound risk management practices are crucial to the survival of any deposit-taking institution, including SNLs. In this regard, the Bank recognizes the Association's ongoing efforts to ensure compliance with regulatory standards and will urge all SNLs to aim at full compliance. Mr. Chairman, Touching on engendering sound risk management practices, the Bank of Ghana has observed with concern some increases in non performing loans, MPLs, and increases in funding costs, which may sooner than later threaten the safety and stability of the subsector. It is imperative that prompt corrective actions are put in place to cap the rising trends in MPLs and also to diversify funding sources to enhance profitability and foster customer confidence. Mr. Chairman, despite the challenges faced by the SNL subsector, it is expected that regulatory reliefs coupled with strict regulations and supervision will help maintain stability over the short-term to
14: medium-term. All right, so I'm told Philip Abriduoto is back on to conclude his point. But, Philip, before you make that point, um, you were telling us about the steps you are taking to correct this challenge. But based on your explanation, what more are you doing? Well, well so, so, so based on the
26: explanation, what is still going on? Mm. Um, our, our reporting application is to the Minister of Finance and recognizing this fact um, we have informed the finance minister on the 23rd of June. We did inform the finance minister to explain the challenges that the external auditors were facing due to the domestic violence and the delays in the publication of the account. Um, the board is taking steps to, to publish the finance minister's grant of a to the end of July. Uh, the board is working hard to, to ensure that we meet that deadline. And, and, and uh, as you speak, what uh, is going on with the auditors to get, to get this public as quickly as
14: possible. Great. So, this information you're you, laying um, has already been given to the committee, right? yeah So, this information
26: has rather is in the domain of the Minister of Finance. So, we have informed the Minister of the inability of the external auditors to finish their work on time. Um, I think think the the, the finance minister at the appropriate time will relay this information to the parliament. That exists in the need of of, of the parliament. And and, if you think of the the law, Mm. and that is what I was talking about, Section 581C of the Bank of Ghana Act requires us to report the final To whom we have sought the uh, to allow the editors to do a
14: job on our policy. All right, thank you very much, Philip Abedu. to for that clarification is the head of research at the Bank of Ghana. Remember, you are still watching Prime Business with me, Pius Kuju Baka. To some other stories, economist Professor Lord Mensah is calling for a major review in Ghana's fiscal targets following the $3 billion IMF deal and the recalibration of taxes in the mid-year budget review. Government is expected to present the mid-year review of budget estimates on Tuesday, July 25. Already, pressure has been mounted on government to use the mid-year budget to scrap some taxes deemed to have outlived its purpose, like the COVID-19 levy. Now, speaking to joint business ahead of the presentation... Professor Mensah urged the government to present a moderate expenditure for the next half of the year.
17: If you look at the 2023 budget uh, relative to what is happening on the grounds, I mean, clearly you'll come to understand that the budget is way, way completely deviated from what exactly is happening on the ground. So I'm expecting a major review and also looking at the financing sources being quite limited now. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you look, i mean the uh, various um, sources of finance now we're looking at taxes and then possibly short-term financing the long-term financing is no more and then also being you know hold up at the euro bond market um, i'm expecting that i mean at least we'll limit our you know expenditure on the capital you know um investment because um, as we speak now, government can only raise money on short-term basis. And you can't use short-term you know, funds for long-term investment. So, I'm expecting major review and a review that will reflect, you know, the IMF. I mean, where are they going to get the money from? I don't think uh, there's some money available apart from treasury bills. I mean, the bonds that we restructured, the market for it is quite, you know, I mean, low. And so, looking at how the investor confidence has, you know, reduced and the horizon of the investor has reduced to short term, I'm expecting that um, government will stick to that and then look at how we can survive recurrently and then possibly think about, you know, I mean, long term in the next um, budget or the next two years budget. So from where I sit, Mm. um, I don't expect any um, review that will call for extra expenditure. But rather, uh, probably on the revenue side, um, it is expected that some will be some recalibrations um, there are some um, agitations and calls that the COVID levy should be removed and i foresee that it will be
14: recalibrated to another you know form of tax
17: so because government because this money as we speak now
14: a while longer on the media budget review and more business associations have appealed to government to seize the opportunity to reduce high taxes affecting private sector growth the latest to join the call is the Chamber of Young Entrepreneurs, which has called for a reduction in taxes. Speaking to Joy Business ahead of the media budget review, Chief Executive of the Young Entrepreneurs, Sheriff Gali, explained that many SMEs have struggled to stay afloat after the upward review of some taxes in the twenty twenty three fiscal year and now a special motorcycle weather report from progressive
0: well today you can expect lots of cloud cover with zero percent chance of raining on your parade because you'll be riding your motorcycle vroom vroom that rumbling low pressure system beneath you should give way to a relaxing commute and a sudden urge to take the scenic route everywhere you go because dang nabbit you're having fun out there That's your forecast back to you this has been a special motorcycle weather report from progressive where every day's a beautiful day to ride with coverage from america's number one motorcycle insurer get a quote today and see what you could save Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
9: Okay, Go to the SMEs run. How I many of them are even scaling up with all the support we are giving them? So we need to be realistic with all the support. And aside that, I think that going forward, I would want to see a lot of relief. I know there are plans to review our taxes because of the IMF agreement. I think that anything that will increase any tax component is going to be a big issue for SMEs. Mm-hmm. Already we are struggling. And you see, we have little to do when it comes to what government also want to do to meet up their revenue target. But I'm right. telling you what I said, if we should continue in this tangent, then we will continue to get SMEs that are folding now because just last VAT increment and a few other things that were announced, other SMEs have been, you know, they have they closed because they can't operate in such a, a, a ecosystem. So going forward, I, I want to beg I, don't, I know our review, there will not be anything new, anything surprising to the ecosystem. But if there is, the business community would, would be in a very
14: tough situation at this moment. Away from budget review, um, government statistician Professor Samuakob Nenim has challenged policymakers to take a critical look at factors contributing to the increase of food inflation, Food inflation has consistently seen an increase of 20 percentage points compared to non-food inflation. Now, speaking to journalists, after announcing the inflation for June, which increased marginally to 42.5 percent compared to 42.2 percent in May, Professor Nim said that the prices of common staples, such as vegetables, continue to record an increase over the period. Here is more. According to the Ghana Statistical Service, food inflation remains high at 54.2% higher than the national average, with imported products increasing by 43.8%, while locally produced items saw a rate of 36.2%. Prices of vegetables such as tomatoes saw an increase in average prices. Professor Samuel named is is government statistician. We keep on recording a widening of the gap between food and
10: non-food inflation in the last three months. On a month-on-month basis, we also record a 1.3 percentage point between food inflation and non-food inflation with food inflation June 2023 standing at 3.9% and non-food inflation month-on-month 2.6%. We continue to see the dominance of imported items in in the consumer price index and rate of inflation. Imported items for the month of June 2023 stood at 44.5% relative to locally produced items, 35.9%, indicating about a 9.0 percentage point difference between imported items and locally produced items.
14: Reacting to the development, senior finance lecturer at the University of Kipco, Seriam Kawa, blamed the phenomenon on demand and supply, arguing there must be a concerted effort in addressing the rising food- inflation
23: there is demand for food
9: once there is demand and supply is low the prices of the food will be very high what do we do to ensure that we have these things available from time to time that is where government policies come in to ensure that the food that we the, the food that we need in the country are provided through the agricultural system, the Ministry of Agriculture, the various centers that are responsible for the growing manufacturing of food items have to come together to put up a policy.
14: Over time, when this is not done, we are going to struggle. They are warned that if this trend continues, it could have serious implications for the central bank in controlling inflation.
9: If we continue to talk the way we do, it's going to affect everything in the country. We need actions then words. If we don't uh, put into place various actions to ensure that the right things are done, we are going to stay where we are. And so we need government to act immediately on some of these concerns. And government needs to be proactive, not reactive to issues.
14: Meanwhile, Northeast region recorded the highest rate of food inflation with a figure of 79%, while the Ahafo region recorded the lowest rate of 40.9%. On the back of this inflation story, General Agricultural Workers Union says it is alarmed at the neglect of the fishery sector, leading to high cost of fish products on the market. The concern was raised after a government statistician pointed out that the fish component in food inflation keeps rising, contributing significantly to the overall inflation. Reacting to the issue, the General Secretary of GAU, Edward Kariwe, said, even though there are viable policies on paper to revamp the fisheries sector, it is yet to be implemented. The fundamentals of agriculture is being touched now. Mm. Look, sometimes when we are talking about agriculture, we need
30: to talk with it with passion. If you look at the massive destruction that is being done for agriculture today, in the next five years, ten years, if we are not able to abate the uh, the rate at which the destruction is going, of course, there will virtually not be agriculture, and our problems will be uh, exacerbated. So, uh, for me, I think that we, we we are we are we are really not. Uh, doing the things that we need to do, the fundamentals of agriculture is seriously touched in this country, is destroyed in this country. Fish uh, generally, that is produced in Ghana, it is produced coming from the natural uh, sources, from rivers, from the sea and so on. That's how we get out of it. Even though we are now uh, making efforts to have uh, uh, fish ponds where we can deliberately uh, breed fish for ourselves. That has not yet caught up with us. And if you see the level of destruction that we have done to our reserves, you know, if you take the cumulative effect, you will see that uh, the opportunity for fish production has been drastically uh, uh, curtailed by this effect. You know all our reserves, except a, a major few of them, who still have marine life, who still have uh, aquatic life existence. Most of them have been, they uh, are uh, then dead. And so you can't get fish from all those ones. So cumulatively, it has a serious effect on our fish production. And I'm not, it's, not, it's not surprising for me that we are having
14: uh, fish production declining. And that's it for the bulletin. I am Pius Kojo You You can get business stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business and leave you with some international business. After which, Prime Sports is next. (laughs)
8: was brought to you by Bank? the Panama
9: Fufu. my hey, cure. Oh, number? The malaria will end you down, eh? Echale, hey, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. You and your fufu. But I hope you got tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. When malaria
10: strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthameter and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria.
9: Great to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. No problem.
10: Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA score hd the new exciting football channel is now available only on hd plus and brings you football from around the world watch sadio mani and daniel kufitre in the top weekly match of the bundesliga one and dfb cup premiera liga copa de la liga professional See si Ronaldo in the saudi pro league as well as daily sports news every other hour also get updated on messi and mbappe on psg tv and many more Feely feely on hd plus channel one five one agrona hd plus the
3: Really, really experience.
13: Whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Me and me, papa no. when I find it, I stick to it. My shoes when you bare part tissues, bare part roll. Bell pack part tiro. So, but not weak, strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me you swa me It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. One Bell Pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Pack today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell Pack is simply the best. It's just perfect.
6: I feel so, so good like that.
10: is brought to you by... Commend DBS Industries to youth. Let's go to DBS Industries.
12: Hello, welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao. Now, the Ghana Football Association has announced the national football policy which depicts Ghana's football DNA. The document which captures Ghana's style of play as well as coaching is expected to improve the quality of play and general outcome of teams at the tournament. Joyce was Michelle Aquino was there and came through with this report.
16: Nowadays, you don't teach football through formations. You teach football through principles. You have principles for an individual player, you have principles for group tactic, you have principles when you are with the ball, when you are without the ball and you can adapt this to different formations. It's not anymore like this that Ghana must play the next 20 years also a 4-4-2. It's not like this. Like I mentioned today, there are teams, they change their formation in one one match three times. So what you want to do as an opponent, if you don't have this knowledge about your opponent. If you play always the same style, you are very easy to, how you call, call this, to predict. So we wrote this DNA based on principles and not on, based on formations.
31: So that was the GFS technical director, Bernard Lepet, When France introduced Claire Fontaine in 1988, there was that Claire idea to ensure that they are not training football systems, but rather their philosophy was intended as producing the right players in certain positions in right areas. Unlike Spain's system, you can look at La Masia, which is intended at producing a particular style of football, a particular style of play, which is popularly known as the tiki-taka. When the GFP president was given his speech, he indicated that they've gone through Ghana's systems, from agro-football to the multi-system, which have been used years ago, to bring forth
9: this national football philosophy. Your agro has been taken into consideration, your multi-system has been taken into consideration, and here we are today with the best gift to the Ghanaian game, the Ghanaian football philosophy, the DNA.
31: The aim of the national football philosophy is really simple. To depict Ghana's football DNA, In the development of what the FA president has described as the greatest gift to Ghana football, it was concluded Ghanaian players lack some qualities key to the modern game. As a result, the football DNA is centered on four moments, ball possession during offense, transition to offense, transition to defense and out-of-possession defense, areas which will all demand distinct application from Ghanaian players. But how this new scientific approach to how the game is played in Ghana benefits the national teams.
9: We shall be looking at long-term success. The DNA will provide us with an identity and direction. The DNA will ensure proper pathways for our players. And here we are talking about player development. The DNA will clearly define our attractive style of play. And most importantly, it will also speak about our culture. Claire Fontaine,
31: the National Academy of France, was launched in 1988. And 10 years later, they won their first World Cup in 1998. Two years later, they conquered Europe by winning Euro 2000. In both 1998 and 2000, there were players who were key. Marcel Desailly, Zidane, Lilian and Fabien Bathurst. And then in 2000... Thierry Henry, and Nicolas Anelka, players all developed from Clairefontaine. When Germany introduced their new approach to playing football in 2000, led by their DFB, which is the German FA, it took them nine years to win the U21 Euros in 2009. Five years later, six players from that U21 Euro winning team were key faces to Germany's triumph at the 2014 World Cup. So how long will it take Ghana to start reaping the successes of the national football DNA?
28: I will actually not even speak on the, on the, on, on, on the on dates. I would rather be speaking about the mindset. You know, you gave me an antecedence of what various uh, countries did over the years. They accepted that there's a way, a new way of life. They accepted that they need to do something deliberate they need to be very consistent and they need to be very patient. Now, in Africa, what we are lacking is that we are talking, but we are not We are not being very deliberate. We need to be deliberate. And today is the beginning of how to become very deliberate. So you need to do something very, very different. And that is a deliberation. It, it tells you that you need to begin to see something and you, be, you need to be aligned with it everyone around the industry needs to be aligned with it administrators you know stakeholders all the stakeholders that you can talk about even more so in countries
31: where a similar approaches worked speak of France Germany and most recently England there has been a direct link between the football pyramid and the school system but in Ghana the two systems are independent of each other so how does a country ensure both facets are
19: working together you are linking the age cohort to the sport, and obviously you will get the best out of a younger age in relation to the sport. But more importantly, I think that um, getting our DNA defined is a very important step. We just got a document. We would want to understand what's in the document. They call it a technical document. Um, it's been two years running, and they've done their own research. I believe it will be connected to schools. You can't do this. Look at the age brackets they defined. And 11, under 15, and so obviously it's the school-going age, so it's going to be connected. And don't forget that now we have a lot of private schools, so it's quite a task. It's Unlike in the past where you could easily walk into any public secondary school and say, we have a lot of talented kids also in private schools. So it's more of a holistic approach. For the fruits
31: of this labour, which has been in... You know, the pipeline for two years now. It's only time which is going to tell how well this structure, this DNA, is going to work and how well it will bear fruit for the national team, especially the Black Stars, who have not been able to win anything in a very long time. From the Africa Trade Center, Michelle Quetequeno
12: for Joy Sports. Now German international Antonio Rudiger paid a visit to Ghana, lower size, shooting stars FC ahead of their twenty twenty-three Euro tour. Rudiger had a mentor succession with the young players and encouraged them to give their best. He also advised the Ghana Football Association and government to be more organized and build more facilities to improve football in the country. In general, build facilities, build the uh, system of football, and, uh, and then so that
8: those young boys can one day be in the best teams in Europe. So, but this comes all down to organization, so... So now we talk higher up, so that's why I don't know how the system is goes here. But at the end of the day, still, you see a lot of Ghanaian talents uh, in Europe and around. So I think that's the goal.
15: Uh, let me push you this one. You've been at coban you've been at uh,
8: Madrid, U- training U- ground and everything.
6: What were the
15: steps that you saw? What are the things that you've seen that you think we can inculcate here in our system
20: to also help us?
8: Clear, clear is organization. Organization is key to everything.
20: Yeah, I'm message to Chelsea fans and Real yeah, Madrid fans. I'm yeah,
6: yeah. listening <laughs> yeah, <message> to them. I'm <laughs> yes,
9: to them. a lot of them are in Ghana. here, yeah, trust me, a lot. We have a lot of
6: fans. Yeah. So <laughs> to, to Madrid fans
24: and to your former
6: team.
8: No, like for, to my former team. Like everyone knows, Chelsea has been special to me. Five years there, win the Champions League, and Real Madrid, Hala Madrid, love all. Thank you.
12: Now let's talk about Ghana international Abdul Babar Man. He has explained his decision to rejoin Greek side uh, PAOK Thessaloniki following his departure from Chelsea Football Club. Babara Man and Chelsea agreed to a mutual termination of his contract following a disappointing eight-year spell at Stamford Bridge, which saw him move out on several loan spells. According to the left back, he felt wanted and desired by the Greek club where he had had a loan spell and was further left convinced after speaking to the head coach who explained his plan for him come next season.
32: Um, I think Park has always um, been in contact with me for the last two years. And um, I think it was was the right move for me because um, you have to go where you feel like really wanted and desired. And although I had um, different offers, but um, I thought um, Pauk was like a family to me and um, um, I really spoke with the coach, he, he really expressed um, his, his desire to have me here in the team and um, it's, it's, it's something I, re- I really appreciate and um, made me choose um, Pauk. Uh,
25: did you speak with anyone of your ex-teammates here in Pauk before you take the final decision to, to come back? No,
32: actually no my actually no 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 not 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 any of them but but yeah um i've been in contact with with some of them i i, I watch um, a lot of park games, and um sometimes when I'm watching the games, I send it to some some of the guys to to see i'm I'm still following park well I miss the fans um in the stadium that is, that is um, something i want to 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 play and, 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 and have fun with, because um, um, when I saw in, in, in Europa League when Park was in Europa League, I saw I watched some games against um, I think Shelka, and it was it was really nice to, to, to see so yes, I want to, to have the um, stadiums uh, the, the stadiums like really packed with the fans and um, yeah, I, I won the Cup. But, um, now i want to win the league and the cup as well
12: now the president of the ghana boxing federation bernard Corte, has revealed that the uh, to, uh former olympic medalist samuel Techi will be required to justify his inclusion into the black bombers team for the 2024 olympic games in paris samuel Techi who has expressed interest in representing the country has since written to the federation to officially avail himself but according to President of the Federation, the boxer will not be given favorable treatment or will have to fight for his place in the qualifying team. Clearly, uh,
15: he has personally come to me to meet uh, uh, the board. And he has written a letter to us that he wanted to go uh, to Paris. But it is not easy like that. Because normally, when the Olympic Games is over, we dissolve the national team. So it is not automatic that because you've been there before, automatically uh, uh, you you can say true and then go and represent Ghana. It doesn't work that way because don't forget that somebody was also there before he came to uh, unseat the person for him to get there. So the same platform that we are using, our doors are open. Once he has written to us, we have made him to understand clearly that he has to come to justify his inclusion. Because you cannot just say you are going to represent Ghana and then we unpicked you and then we take it away. When we do that, then it means we have been unfair to other boxes. So what we are doing now is that we are going to open up what we call Individual National Boxing Championship. So if he's interested and he thinks he stands for to represent Ghana, why not? The doors are open and we are going to announce very soon for the Individual Championship. And that is where we expect him to come and participate. To justify his inclusion, that he stands tall against those uh, 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 weight categories that he feel like representing in. So at this stance now, we have received an official letter from him that he wanted to go to the Olympic game, with even conditions, and we have to meet the conditions. And we have also told in what we think he's supposed to do to be part of us. So our doors are open. He's a good boxer, he's a good fighter, and he's welcome. And when he comes. These are what he's supposed to pass through. He must be part of the team that is to compete, to justify his inclusion into the national team. That is all what I have to say now.
12: As to select uh, members of that qualifying team began today at the Craftsport Stadium, they will continue into tomorrow, and we'll bring you up to speed on the final team that will be selected. Uh, tomorrow here on Prime Sports but let's move on to Liverpool div- uh, right back now Trent Alexander-Arnold and he says it is necessary for Liverpool to finish higher in the table next season in the Premier League and admitted they will have to be near perfect to challenge Manchester City judging club side missed out on Champions League football finishing fifth in the previous campaign and ended up 22 points behind treble winners
25: Manchester City as a club it's necessary to be honest um you know, we, we do respect every competition we play in but if you would have asked us this time last year, would you want to finish fifth, we would have all said no and same again now, would we wanna finish fifth next season no? We wanna be winning the league, we wanna be challenging and being in title races and in Champions League football. So, you know, to not be in that next season is disappointing and it, it shows we had a disappointing season. Even though we finished on on quite a high, it was, yeah, it was a disappointing season. So, um, no, like I said, we respect every competition, but we want to be playing in the early competitions year in, year out. It's just consistency. I think um, throughout the season we had good results against the big teams, but we dropped points and, and sloppy points um, away from home especially. So, no, those are the things that, that we've all naturally thought about it. You know we need to correct we we know how to win we know how to win the league we know how to challenge city and go toe to toe with them and you need to be near perfect um, throughout the season so for us that's that's where our heads are knowing knowing what we need to do um and going and, and applying that and doing that for players i think um exciting for the club exciting for the team um you know it is always exciting when, when we sign new players to to you know, to see how they come in and, and how they adapt and, and what they're like. Um, I'm, sh- you know, I'm sure they, they, they already know. they can see from the outside. We're a welcoming side, welcoming team. Um, it's a good dressing room. And, um, you know, you come in, do your work and, um, you know, get results. That's all. That's all we ask of players is to buy into what we do.
12: Manchester now and Manchester United took on. Leeds United in their first pre-season game, defeating them by two goals to nil. Mason Mount made his debut.
27: Sinistera helps it forward, but he couldn't quite take it forward, Jamie Shackleton. And now here's an opportunity for Ahmad. Ahmad, what can he do in this position? Ahmad plays it across towards Hannibal, that's an excellent save, but only as far as Ahmad again. Slightly shambolic defending from Leeds. And Leeds last season had the worst defensive record in the Premier League. 78 goals conceded. Oh, given away, here's an opportunity, a lovely clip a oh. from Mount. Oh. Landing on the roof of the net. He did really well there, to rob the defender, he saw the keeper off his line, it was a delightful little chip. Drama from right back, Drama Sinistera, Sinistera looks for Drama, what an opportunity, what a Hannibal. Hannibal, big opportunity, Sancho... Oh what an opportunity that was for first Sancho and then Omari Forson and Classen's done well there but you can't help thinking United should be one up. <laughs> should be two up. Here's the corner. It's deep. It's towards Fernandez who had a big chance no, That's given away, but Isaac Hansen has won it back. Emmeran is played in for Emoran! Oh great moment for the Frenchman. No, but Emirat kept his call, cool, found the net, and United off up and running in pre season. United 1, leads nil. Great finish. Absolutely fantastic finish. Emmeran again who's looked so threatening in this second half. Emmerat. Oh, gone all the way through and turned in. Turned in by Joe Hugel that was clinical he's beaten the offside trap and hugel finds the net and united have two in oslo emir scored one set one up for joe hugel it's united two leads nil it's a brilliant finish absolute brilliant finish i mean you just look at his run
32: he's always on side always on side
12: Defending champion Elena Rybakina lost in the Wimbledon quarterfinals as Ons jabert avenged her defeat in last year's final. The seeds uh, Jabeur came from a set down to win 6-7, 6-4, 6-1 in a reverse of the match 12 months ago. The Tunisian clinched the second set with a timely break of a serve at 5-4 and then dominated the decider.
30: I'm very happy with the performance, you know, a lot of uh, emotion out there, uh, especially playing someone that serves really well, Uh, it's frustrating, you know, uh, to to return, but uh, I'm glad that I did everything, shouted, got angry, then got calm and focused, um, and hopefully, you know, I can uh, keep managing my emotions like this for the next few matches.
27: My, My Arabic isn't that great.
12: All right, now let's come back to the uh, Black Bombers team that is undergoing some uh, evaluation process as far as which members will form the qualifying team. And uh, joining us, Vaughn is the Communications Director of the uh, Ghana Boxing Federation, Jojo Efson, to bring us up to speed on what happened today at the Craftsport Stadium when that session was held. Jodo, thank you very much for joining us on Prime Sports. Um, so today, you held the first session. Can you uh, bring us up to speed on what happened? And did Samuel Techi turn up today for the Justify? Yes, Mo,
33: if I can hear you well, uh, Yes, today is the first day of the three-day national amateur sporting championship to select the best of bosses that can represent uh, uh, Ghana at the upcoming African Olympics qualified to be held in Dakar, Senegal, and also get the team ready for, the, for next year's uh,
12: African uh, Games and other international activities. Great. Uh, we, we, of course, there was a report that Samuel Techi, the Olympian, he, he understand that GBF president indicated that he also have to be there to justify his inclusion. Was he part of the cohorts that held the session today?
33: No, no, um, With the searching of Ibrahimovic who, you know, was a silver medalist at the Olympics. Most of the, uh, you know, previous black bombers, mm. you know, were, I mean, based, the next stage. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. And you look at it, uh, Joseph Komi will be fighting at the next stage. That would be the quarterfinals final or the semi-finals. Samuotichi okay. will likely you know also fight at the semi final pitch. Okay. At the light light like what division mm. to the final. Okay. So most of them were Abud Wahid Wahid uh, Omar Getty um, and all those guys groupies. so couldn't fight today. Um, after what happened is today we had a uh, uh, 13 bouts. Uh, it all ended well. Some went by way of street. You see the uh, win. There were decisions. Others who, uh, were disqualified. Others have a technical knockout. Others really have to stop contest. And, and then uh, the 14 bouts that we are fighting, uh, there was misunderstanding. So uh, that, bout, that particular bout has been uh, uh, nullified because uh, there was a misunderstanding from the crowd. And mm-hmm. they started throwing a few, few stuff here and there. So, the possibilities, we have to abandon uh, the day's activity and continue tomorrow at 10 and uh, 10 a.m. and perhaps complete uh, all the power that we have for the preliminary speech before we get to the uh, uh, next stage of the competition where uh, the, top, the top-notch
12: guys, you know, will join the free. Okay, okay. So uh, tomorrow we'll definitely have some extensive conversation and then after the session tomorrow. And of course we're having in the studio that Jojo FC, the Communications Director of the Ghana Boxing Federation. And that's all we we'll have for you on Prime Sports tonight. But remember that Carlos Akras also has advanced to the semi-finals of the Wimbledon, Building and will be facing Medvedev in that semifinal clash. And uh, of course we'll be con- all those games will be happening on Friday where Novak Djokovic. Will also be playing. My name is Razak and up next is BMX Express. Please do stay steamed.
28: Sports segments was brought to you by
10: DBS Industries. To use, let's go to DBS Industries.